1: Power play for New York. Tosses into the corner, centering feet for Zabinijan off a stick. Artemi Parada gives
0: it back to Zabinijan in the corner. Riders in front of the Stick handling down the Throws on the right. Here's Strome. Score! Well, that was a rocket. Yes. An absolute
1: rocket by Ryan Strome. Power play goal for the Rangers at 6 03. Rangers 1, Sharks nothing.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's still one game game left and you know we either go 4-1 and one or 3-2 so um, it's a big swing game for us. Uh, I think tomorrow's a, an important day to, to get some rest. Um, feels like we've played a lot of games lately and I think guys are a little tired right now especially uh, the other night and uh, against the Islanders we went down to 11 forwards early so guys are a little tired uh, by the end of the game tonight so uh, get some rest tomorrow and regroup.
3: All right, good morning and welcome to the build-up as we get ready for the final game of this five-game road trip. The Sharks taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. As we look big picture on where the Sharks are after the first four games of this road trip, the Sharks currently in fourth in the division, 13-10-1, 27 points. One point in front of fifth place Vegas. Five points in front of sixth place LA, seven points in front of seventh place Seattle, and nine points ahead of last place Vancouver. They are three points behind third place Anaheim, five points behind second place Edmonton, and eight points behind first place Calgary. And if we look at the current wild card standings, the Sharks sit in first place overall for the wild card, 27 points, one point in front of Calgary. So if the season ended today, that would be. Very good for the Sharks. Reality check, though. The season does not end today. There are 58 games left to go, of which we are going to see which way this season hinges for the San Jose Sharks. With that said, though, let's take a look at some of the scores out of last night. The Panthers got a shootout win over the Blues 4-3. The Lightning with an overtime thrilling win on the road against the Bruins. Red Wings, 4-2 overtime winners over the Islanders. Senators, 6-5 overtime winners over the Avs. The Caps beat today's Blue Jackets, 3-1. The Preds, 4-3 over the Habs in overtime. The Wild, 4-3 over the Maple Leafs in a shootout. The Hurricanes, 6-2 all over Buffalo. The Rangers, 3-2 edging the Blackhawks. And the Penguins down the Canucks, 4-1. to as for the Blue Jackets, they are currently sitting at 5th place in the East Division, 12-10-0, 24 points. They are 12 points back of 1st place Washington. In the Wild Card standings for the Eastern Conference, they are currently sitting at 4th in the East, trailing Boston, Pittsburgh, and Detroit. For a closer look at the Blues now, let's bring in former San Jose Shark Jody Shelley, who is now an analyst for the Blue Jackets. Jody, what's going on, man? How are you doing? I'm
1: doing great, you know. uh, Good to be back uh, with traveling with the team and nice to have the San Jose Sharks coming into Columbus.
3: Yes. No, it's, uh, it's good that teams are back traveling outside of their uh, geographic localities and things of that nature. Glad to hear that you're back out on the road and uh, you know, Jody, if you could just, you know, give Sharks fans kind of a, a 30,000 foot view of where the Blue Jackets are up to this point.
1: Yeah. You know, this is the youngest team in the national hockey league or it was to start the season. Um, They have the one draft pick who was drafted in this year's draft still in the league, Cole Sillinger. Uh, He went 12th overall to the Blue Jackets and uh, made the team out of camp. There's been some vacancies here. There's been a lot of of familiar faces that, uh, much like the San Jose Sharks, where, you know, those guys have moved along. and, And you always wonder what it's going to be like with the new regime. Uh, it's been healthy. This team has done a good job of, uh, of, of coming out of the gates. The first 20 games was very impressive. Um, surprised a lot of teams. I think surprised themselves. Four of their 6D uh, played under 65 games uh, to start the season. They you know there's not a lot of experience there with those four guys. Um, center ice positions a little, a little, uh, a little thin. But it's a team in transition. Uh, They're not calling it a rebuild. They're calling it a retool Mm -hmm. with players like Zach Wierenski, who's uh, locked up here long term. Um, You know, there was some dialogue that players didn't want to be here. Those guys are gone. And that's in the rearview mirror. So he's a player that stepped up and said, I want to be here. He's an all-star, an elite player. The goaltending situation is very healthy. Two guys that could, you know, realistically, they both would be 50 to uh, 55 game starters. Uh, They share the net, Elvis Merzlikens and Jonas Corposalo. Elvis has taken the reins, though. He's been very, very good at home um, to start the season. But really, they are uh, simple, structured, fast playing. And the way they want to play, uh, Brad Larson, the head coach, says the compliment he got from another coach, he took it as a compliment, was they're annoying to play against, meaning they don't go away. They forecheck, they backcheck. They try to keep everything to the outside. They block shots. And then when they can, they attack. So uh, it's a fun group to watch. They play with a lot of energy. And uh, yeah, right now they're in a little bit of a skid. Uh, but to start the season, they were uh, they were a handful.
3: A lot of people were looking at what was going to happen with Patrick Line in terms of a turnaround from last year when he did not live up to expectations. He got up to that hot start, but then now he does have the injury.
1: You know what? They have. Now, he's on the shelf. He tore his oblique. So he's been out for a few games and they miss him. You know, because when you look at the power play, they brought in Jake Voracek, uh, who was a long 10 years in in Philadelphia, before that two years in Columbus. And then the power play in Philadelphia, he got to play with his childhood idol growing up, Yarmir Yager, uh, Claude Giroux, Scott Hartnell. And, you know, he learned a lot. So he comes here with this power play that was kind of fragile the past few years. And he's the conductor. He's always when you watch the game, he's always directing traffic. Uh, and he's helping out. And he loves Patrick Laine because he says he's such a threat. He Jake sees other things open up. So there's a lot of value to a power play that's run well uh, and that's confidence. And it, you know, it backs off the defenders, the penalty kill a little bit. Laine brings that element. So, yeah, he I'm telling you, last year was a struggle this year. he I mean, he's wearing I I don't know if you saw opening night, but he wore purple thin, uh thin shades and a mm-hmm. purple suit, a big smile on his face. So Showing a little more of his personality last year was tough because, and you guys had similar situations, comes to a new team, can't hang out with his teammates, can't go to restaurants, you know, all those things that we were dealing with uh, for a 22, 21 year old kid last year, that was even harder. So he's adjusting much well, he just needs to get healthy.
3: One of my favorite former Sharks is back from shoulder surgery, Gus Nyquist. Um, I just, I I love watching his game. Just a hardworking guy. I feel like he's been reestablishing himself and, you know, turning back into that power play force.
1: He is. And he does a lot of penalty killing here for the Blue Jackets. You know, he's a smart guy and you're right. He's an effort guy. Um, Strong on pucks, loves the battle. Uh, sense he's pressing a little to score, yeah, we're lucky to have Gus Nyquist here. They signed, It's his third year now with the Blue Jackets. Last year was a, a wash for him with that uh, shoulder surgery. You're mm-hmm. right. The entire season was gone. You know, it's taken him a little bit of time to get going. But he plays on a good line with Boone Jenner, the captain. And, and uh, you know, he he's, uh, he's, you got to have a guy like Gus Nyquist. Just the veteran presence, uh, how he approaches the game, and how he's a pro on and off the ice full time is a big impact for these young players.
3: And what are your perceptions on the Sharks right now as um, they, you know, are a little bit ahead of schedule, maybe with, uh, you know, Doug Wilson didn't use retool. He used reset, but, you know, a a little bit maybe ahead of where the rest of the league thought they would be. And then how are you viewing this game?
1: You know what? I I like the Sharks. I love the way they play. I mean, it seems like, you know, the young stars hurdle is really coming into his own. I love Carlson back there. He seems to be more comfortable, more skilled, more, uh, not more skill, but showing his skill just seems to be more in command back there. Um, I'm surprised, pleasantly surprised at the San Jose Sharks. Logan Couture has always been a competitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's it's great to see that he's, um, you know, it's his team now, and and you know he's he's grabbing it because you know there's a lot of a lot of time there with with Patty and Joe and uh, you know other players that are in there. Then you got to wait. You're in the shadows. It's still no matter what you think. It's their it's their team, and when those guys move along. Um, it's great to see Logan, uh, you know, along with Brent Burns have good years. They're a dangerous team. They play fast and they play up tempo and Bobby Bugner has done a good job with them. So again, a little bit like Columbus, Mm -hmm. I don't know. They're coming off a long road trip, right? And the blue jackets, uh, ended one, uh, in Washington. So these are two teams away from home. Um, blue jackets are home for one. Then they go to Toronto. Uh, that'll be Monday. They travel to Toronto for a game Tuesday. Uh, so we're in the middle of, a, you know, everyone's talking about their schedule, but I think this should be a fun game. These are two, two teams to understand um, when you play teams that aren't in the upper third of the league necessarily is where they're, you know, where they should be. Uh, you have to get the points, So I think two teams understand that points right now this time of year um, could go either way. So I, I think this could be a fun one.
3: Well, Jody, I'll let you go, man, because I know you got stuff to do, but I appreciate your time. And next time we do this, I'm going to grill you for some uh, Bob Bugner stories and uh, some Jumbo yeah. stories as well. Which right, the, Does it trip you out that Jumbo's still playing, by the way? Do you shake your you head? Know what?
1: <laughs> no, I, I saw him the other day. So I saw him and Ryan Klo, We were in New York. Um, so I caught up with both of them. And, uh, you know, he's got that big beard going and he's the same <laughs> Joe behind it. might be a little, little more gray now, but. I'm happy for him. You know, he's a guy that loves hockey. He's so passionate about it. And uh, when you're around a guy like that, you just get the sense that yeah, you know, this is he's doing the right thing. Now, his body might be a little, you know, he might be a little more tender now these days. <laughs> but uh, he'll manage through it down there in sunny Florida, Florida. So, good on him.
3: Love it, man. Well, Jody, go do you, man. I appreciate your time. We'll talk soon, all right? All right, sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, Shelly, always a great talker there. Fun having him on and looking ahead to this game today. Now, we did have some news on the Sharks this morning. It will not be James Reimer back in net. It is going to be Aiden Hill. That was the update Bob Bugner gave at Morning Skate.
0: Yeah, he's not 100%, but he's close. Uh, but, you know, Hilly's played well, and um, you just couldn't score for him. So um, he hasn't had much goal supporting for two games now. But uh, it's a good opportunity to, you know, keep resting, rhymes if Hill's on uh top of his game.
3: So hopefully whatever has been ailing Reimer will have him uh, back and ready to go on Tuesday night when the Sharks start their homestand. Although if Hill has another good performance today, I will be surprised if the Sharks don't put him out there for a fourth consecutive game. Hill has obviously been incredible over the last two games. Just giving up one goal per gave the Sharks a chance to win that one game against the Islanders. They were unfortunately unable to get it done or even walk away with a point against the Rangers on Friday night, but that's how it goes on the road. Now today presents a big opportunity. Andrew Coglian is back with the San Jose Sharks today. Again, more from Bob Bugner.
0: Yeah, it's nice. He uh, he took care of what he needed to take care of. And uh he flew here Friday night waiting for us. And uh um we came over with him yesterday, even though it was a day off. He got on the ice here by himself with a couple of the coaches. Um yeah, it was just good for him to be back. I think we uh, you know, you miss that veteran presence. He's a calming effect, and uh, you know, obviously our PK um could use a little uh, a little jolt right
3: now. As for why Cogliano was out, he did give an update on that, and it's something that uh, I think most parents would uh, either fear and/or sympathize to understand why he wasn't with the team.
2: Unfortunately, my daughter uh, Olive had to been had to go to the hospital, admitted to the hospital. So, um, you know, it was a couple uh, a couple of tough days, especially for my wife. And um, you know, she's not a year old yet. So, um, you know, my job is hockey, and no one loves the game more than me. But uh, uh, my first priority is is being a dad and, and, um, and, and my girls at home. So uh, the team was very uh, accommodating and I thank them very much uh, from Joe um, to Boogie and, and the coaching staff for, for allowing me to get home and, um, you know, obviously see my family and make sure everything was good and, and everything is everything, uh, everything's good. And um, she's out and, and back at home and, and, and doing well. So uh, a little bit of a scare and, and that's life. And, and, and I had to get home for them.
3: Obviously family comes first and hockey a distant second. So we hope that everything is doing all right there. It sounds like it is, but either way, he is ready to get back out there on the ice. And he did say that being off the ice and watching the games on TV has given him a different viewpoint of the team,
2: you know, back home taking care of business for my family and, and, and being there for my wife and, um, and now back, and back here and, and where I want to be in terms of doing my job and being back on the ice and, uh, the guys are playing so well. And, um, you know watching the games it gives you a different perspective and it shows you um, really how hard guys are competing and how how well our team has played over the last little bit and um, and and that's uh, and that's very encouraging that's that's awesome to see and you know for myself I just be a, a piece of the puzzle and come back and, and fit in and, and try to help them out.
3: And he also spoke to the importance of sticking to the shark system and the team evolving overall over the course of the first 24 games of the year.
2: I don't think everyone goes out, anyone goes out there saying they, they want to play the wrong way. I think, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I don't think anybody does. That. I think just guys have different habits. Um, you know, the, the game of hockey, some guys go off feel and some guys play a looser game because that's how they're effective. And some guys play a little bit more detailed. And um, you know, I'm a very detailed guy, but sometimes it doesn't work for me. You know, I think I need a little bit more feel and, and, um, and some of that looseness the odd time to, to, to bring out maybe the best in me. So Everyone's got their different styles. Um, you know, I, I've always played well with guys that are pretty detailed because it makes the line effective um, and, it, and it gives us a role. So, um, but you know, the, the two, those two guys that are easy to read off of, they make the game easy on you. So um, you kind of have to run your routes and they run theirs. And, and we should be aligned that when it comes together, should, should make things, some things happen.
3: One question that was posed to Bugner at this morning's morning skate was the relative frustration maybe coming from Tomas Hurdle in light of his recent lack of production, or at least not finding the back of the net as often as he would like to.
0: Yeah, there's some, uh, I, I, it's funny you said that because I just got off done talking to him a couple minutes ago on the ice. He's frustrated because he's getting chances. I think that, you know, uh, my message this morning is just don't show it. I think that, you know, sometimes, uh, he's, he's got some body language things or he's slapping his stick or slamming the door when he comes back and it's not, him it's not him being a bad teammate it's just him being frustrated and uh, sometimes as a leader you have to funnel that frustration a little better um you know and I, I just told him I said guys look up to him especially young guys and they don't want to see you uh you know slamming doors and slapping sticks because you haven't buried your chances and you know to be honest with you he's got to do a job on that line of, of making his wingers better and uh you know and generating that line and, and, and being the motor on that line and, and so most times he has but there's times he hasn't and I had that you know, heart to heart with them this morning that, um, you know, we, we need to, to get that line more consistent.
3: And that would be a big thing in helping the Sharks get off to a fast start tonight because that's something that when they've been able to get out and not be behind early, they've had much better results, something that maybe pertains to Tomas Hurdle and maybe pertains to just the overall flow of the team. And Mario Ferraro was talking about that this morning, not specifically with Tomas Hurdle, but the need to not be behind early and get off to that quality start.
2: Uh, I think it's just looking back and and seeing the results of games when – when we're not chasing the game, and when we do have good starts, um, it always works out better in our favor. Uh, I think that, especially on the road, uh, it's helped a lot. Um, so it's just learning from experience, our group uh, will go a long way. And, you know, we know we've gone into situations where we're chasing the game and it doesn't help us out. Uh, it's hard to do, especially on the road in the NHL. So, um, you know, our veteran groups, or our veteran group, you know, it's uh, their leadership and, and getting us ready to go for the first five minutes and one period at a time is is going to be big, and uh, we'll get it done tonight.
3: You like the confidence. Ferraro saying there that the team is going to get it done tonight, and Bob Bugner also talked about the fact that this could be viewed as a swing game and being able to keep it from a 3-2, which you're happy with of a road trip, but if you can go 4-1 and, and then carry that momentum into a seven-game homestand, to me, that would be massive for the San Jose Sharks right now. And Bugner was asked to compare it to the previous two games, which ended the previous two five-game road trips.
0: Well, in both those games, uh, you know, thinking back and coming to mind, it's a start, you know, a start on your last game of the road trip is important. Um... You know, it's a little different situation. We're coming in tonight. Uh, this team played in, in in Washington last night and came in late. So, you know, for us, um, you know, having a good first period and trying not to chase the game. Um, you know, because I've said this before, when you chase a game, you sort of come out of your identity a bit. And uh it'd be nice to be out there and just, you know, tire leading after one. Um and and uh you know, taking this 20 at a time. But playing a smart game, I, I just don't want to chase tonight.
3: No, it would definitely be good if the Sharks could walk away with an early lead in this one. We know what that's done for them in the past, and we know how difficult it is, especially in the last game of a five-game road trip, and today will be a little bit of an earlier start. It's going to be You know, 3 o'clock to the bodies of the San Jose Sharks, which I think they're capable of handling because they have been playing in the Eastern time zone as of late. But this is going to be one of the earliest starts of the NHL season for the Sharks. And again, a lot of momentum that can be carried into this upcoming seven-game homestand. Five of those games which will be against Pacific Division opponents. So for the Sharks, when I look at this on the outside, it's got to be keeping Hill going good in front of the net. If he has another strong game, then the Sharks are automatically going to be having a chance to win it getting the offense going. Of course, an early goal would be nice. It would be even that much nicer if it came on the power play. The San Jose Sharks have not been clicking on the power play up to this point. I think that's like one for nine on the road trip up to this game today, and the Sharks were not able to be consistent for a while before that. Really, they started off the year good on the power play, but since then it has regressed more towards what we saw last year, so we see what the issues are for the Sharks. They need to get the offense going. They need to put pucks on the net. That was one thing that Cogliano talked about this morning was needing to get pucks on net, needing to be a volume shooting team and create opportunities. I always talk about this. Ask questions of the defense, ask questions of the goalie, put the puck in play, get a chance for a dirty goal, something that's going to be down there in the tight spaces where you can just out effort the opposition and put one in the back of the net. All right, that wraps it up for today's edition of The Buildup as we look ahead to tonight's game against Columbus or this afternoon's game. Wherever you are, it might be tonight, it might be this afternoon, it might be the morning if you're in Hawaii. Whatever, it's all good by me as long as you are tuning in on the Sharks Audio Network. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey signing off.